You are listening to the Hello Lovely podcast with Christy Williams, episode 91. Hello, lovely. Today is all about our response, our reactions. Reactions aren't bad when they're reactive. There's so many places where you want to be reactive, like if someone is trying to steal your purse. (laughs) So being reactive isn't a bad thing. But what we're going to talk about today is how to really grow your skill of being proactive and how that serves you. So this episode is about the value in being proactive and using reactive responses as a gem. Being able to look at reactive responses as a tool, a piece of knowledge where you can grow and be proactive. Sometimes you experience a reaction before you recognize how to be proactive. That's what I call a trigger, which is being surprised by our emotions. That is so normal. So normal. So when you look at your response curiously, when you are reactive or surprised by your emotions, it will give you insight into why you reacted that way. See if you like your reason or if you want to have a proactive response and approach next time. When there is a situation where you want to be proactive, it's such a gift. Slowing down the moment to be present in your body and your mind, you gain so much clarity. This is a learned response. So if you feel like this is not something you're good at or curious about how this works, it's learned. It's not a skill that we perfect, but it will strengthen and your ability to feel emotions will be greater, which makes you overall proactive. Often we think we could show up more ourselves if others didn't do things. And sure, maybe that would be easier. Like maybe if they didn't ask me to do this for them, I wouldn't be uncomfortable. (laughs) But it's powerful to know that taking 100% ownership of your feelings and looking at where you are reactive, you can be yourself even in a challenging situation or one that you prefer not to be in. Being proactive is also planning in advance. Being proactive with your schedule, so setting up your week with structure. This creates a calm, focused approach to the week and the day, so you can enjoy it so much more. You know what you're doing, so when our minds are reactive and distracted by shiny objects like ice cream or an invite out, (laughs) we can pause, use a proactive approach, and check with what we've already planned. Being proactive enhances being spontaneous. You are more comfortable pausing and responding with what lines up with your priorities. So for an example of this is when I was losing weight, I remember being at work, people bringing in cupcakes and desserts, all things I love the taste of, but I was very committed to just being a different person, eating differently, and reaching a goal for myself having a different lifestyle. So when they brought in the cupcakes, these were items I could eat. It's not like I couldn't have them. They weren't on my plan for the day. And I decided that anything that happened like that would get a 24-hour rule. Someone offered me a cupcake. It looked good. It was something I wanted. I'd say, thank you. Take it home if I wanted it, wrapped it up, and then I'd put it in the freezer and plan to eat it in 24 hours tomorrow if I still wanted it. It took the urgency out of the situation. No other response was needed. And that's what self-esteem is all about. It allowed me to be more spontaneous because if someone asked me to go out to eat or someone brought in cupcakes, it wasn't a problem. 
because I knew how to proactively handle the situation as a whole. It's pausing and being honest with what's important and honest with what's important with yourself. Many times no explanation is needed. So that was my proactive response to any spontaneous food offering. So it didn't matter what popped up. The proactive response was available. Having a plan lets you have a guideline that's on purpose as well. So something you can feel solid about in your schedule. Listen, our minds will wander. There'll be lots of choices. So many on social media, so many on the news, so many friends doing different things. And making choices solely on the moment without a plan will have you creating the same results. This is not a problem if you want to maintain the same results that you have. But if you want to make some changes, start new habits, or do things differently, you need to be proactive and have a plan. It starts with deciding, I'm a proactive person. So whether you've thought that way up to this point or not is not as important as choosing it now. What you think creates how you feel, and that drives your actions. So owning that you're a proactive person now, today, changes the approach just that with that one decision then allow yourself to apply that new personality to new situations or similar situations and you'll show up differently in them let it be uncomfortable (laughs) it's not always what we want to hear right that is the secret sauce my friends is letting new habits be messy until they're second nature An initial reaction to a situation will feel authentic and justified in the moment because an initial reaction is a default familiar response. It's the way we've approached things over and over. So to approach things differently, it requires a pause and a redirect. So the proactive approach here is to decide when I feel uncomfortable, I'll pause and breathe. Pausing and breathing are superpowers. Whether you explain why you're pausing or not is your choice always, but a quick response doesn't have to be provided. Think about how valuable it is to you when you ask someone for help or support and they pause and think. They're not rushing to find an answer. Pause and breathe. That's the proactive approach. And it may be uncomfortable. I know the first few times I practice saying thank you and taking home my cupcake, (laughs) to decide whether or not I was going to eat in 24 hours was a little uncomfortable. I felt this urge to explain to them, "Um, thank you for bringing it. It's not that I don't want it, but I'm on a diet. I can't eat that. I want to lose weight. I wanted to say that so much. It was this urge, so uncomfortable. But being proactive, I paused, breathed, and was uncomfortable instead. (laughs) Just let myself breathe through the uncomfortable emotion without having to react. That's where the proactive shift will become more familiar. That's where the proactive shift will happen, through being uncomfortable and messy first. So if you feel uncomfortable with something new, that means it's working. (laughs) Have fun with this practice. Where would a proactive approach benefit you? Where would a proactive approach serve you? I have a resource for you. It's a worksheet I provide along with my How to Handle Emotional Triggers training, and it's a fan favorite among the lovely community. Download a copy to explore where you've had a reactive response in the past, and it will help you transition to a proactive one, walk you through all of the steps 
So this worksheet will help you find the gem that bridges the gap between being reactive and proactive in a situation where you want to make that shift. So enjoy, lovely. I'll link it in the show notes, and you can also download it here by visiting misschristywilliams.com forward slash emotional dash triggers. All right, lovelies. One last thing. Share your gems from this episode with someone else. Whether that's tagging me on Instagram or forwarding this podcast, it will mean so much to them and so much to me. Have the best week, lovely, and I'll see you soon.